Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic, healer, and author, with your co-host, Saya. On this episode, we'll be talking with Ronnie Walker, the master coach of exceptional dating, relationships, and sex during this Scorpio season. He's a cancer with a purpose to empower his family and friends to improve the quality of their lives. Ronnie Walker is a native New Yorker, master coach of exceptional relationships and sex. He is an experienced certified relationships coach, sexual wellness coach, and NLP coach. He is the CEO and creator of Results with Ronnie radio and podcast, the creator of BlackIntimacyMatters.com Relationship Collective Podcast, which shares education and ideas in highlighting passion, eroticism, and sexual wellness in the Black community. He is the contributing writer of KUO, which is the Caribbean Under One Digital Magazine, a Caribbean magazine that specializes in the overall contribution of growth, positive changes in wealth, health, and relationships to the Caribbean community and the world. So, let us welcome Mr. Relationship Man himself, Ronnie Walker. Welcome to the Evolution Now podcast, and thank you for joining us. Good evening, Jess. Um, yes, thank you for having me. I'm honored. Awesome. It's such a pleasure to have you. So, fellow water sign friend, how are you feeling? In a nutshell, I'm grateful, as always. Oh, I love that. I love being grateful. That gratitude is the attitude to have. There you go. It is. So I know that I wanted to have you on the show just as, you know, Libra season began. However, I became so busy with so many of the other projects and clients that I lost track of how fast the season was going by. And then I saw an ad of Abriel's as April Franks. Okay, Um, that's how I met with um, Ronnie through April. And I saw one of April's um, ads come up on the Facebook feed and immediately my mind came back to, you know, connect with you regarding being a guest on the show. So thank you for taking this opportunity and time to share your energy and your knowledge with us. My pleasure. My total pleasure. Now, as I stated before, I wanted to have you come on during Libra season, but the universe had it work out that you... Um, are on with us during the Scorpio season, which works perfectly because not only are you a certified relationships coach, which handles the Libra season energy, but you're also a certified sexual wellness coach, which deals with Scorpio energy. And we're in Scorpio season right now. So that, you know, covers both seasons. We get a two in one on tonight. (laughs) So divine timing is something else. It's always um, on time, divine timing. Absolutely. So Ronnie, how long have you been in the relationships, dating and sexual wellness coaching industry? Wow. Um, Yes, I've been in this space um, first 30 years. Wow. Yeah, so I've been around the block and heard many stories and as well as my own personal experience in this space. So it's been 30 years, about 30 years. Wow. And how did you get into the field? <laughs> Is that okay? For the sake of time, there's two things that happened. One thing that happened was the heartbreak of my own, the relationship that here I am, bought the engagement ring, you know, ready to go and, and make it happily ever after and the relationships itself ended. And that was one part, and that's a whole other story, which I'm sure one day we will get a chance to share. <laughs> and the audience. The other part was, you know, I did a lot of financial coaching. And what I've learned is that people tell you more about their personal life, sexual life, relationship life, before they'll tell you about their financial life. I know so that's what right. amazed me was how you could get a couple 
you know, 5, 10, 15 or more years in a marriage, uh, in a relationship. And when it came to uh, getting the closing of the sale, be it insurance, investment, getting out of debt, what have you, I learned how far apart they were mm-hmm. in that space. And I ended up having to go into whole coaching, counseling mode to get them in alignment to close the sale because this is all commission. Right. You know, so to make sure that I gave them what they needed first as opposed to my commission, but just providing them what I knew was best for them, I had to give them a line. And from that, it was just realizing that I really had to educate myself in the space of self-development and as well as relationships, because that's a big part. So it was those two factors that came together and said, you know what, then again, I had people reaching out to me concerning that. And hence, results of Friday, and someone so graciously gave me the moniker of Mr. Relationship Man. That's how I ended up here. So I think the rest is history. He's Mr. Relationship, you guys, and we're going to see why. Now, you know, you work with singles and and coupled. Yes. Right. So when single and coupled people come to you, they come seeking what? Single people come to me and it's funny because although whether in a single or in a relationship (laughs) in a way it's the same thing yes and that single people want me to put my uh, create the perfect line that's going to get those men or women that they want to get along with their program in couples it'll be one of them in the relationship that wants me to give them the magic sentence to get the other person in line with them. So <laughs> it's fix the other person or fix the men and women at large so that I can go out there and date effectively or that we can have a better relationship. So right, fix them. Okay. So yeah, fix them. It's got nothing to do with me because I am perfect, Ryan. Just letting you know now, there's nothing wrong with me. It's them. So I need you to give me the magic potion so that they can be in alignment with me. Wow. Wow. And I think you said that um, earlier. It, it's probably, it's usually not so the attempt. It's the person that... <laughs> That's the reality because once I start asking the questions, because I'm not just telling people what they should do, I ask the question and then they realize, like, wait a minute, maybe it wasn't just the other person. Maybe it's me. <laughs> I need to work on. Now, and, and mind you, you they, think? Didn't get, they, didn't, they didn't realize that and they go along with it because right. <laughs> right. That, that part. Now there's a challenge where they're saying, wait a minute, it can't no run. You sure it's not them? Because what you're asking me and these answers are now directing it towards me. Oh, wow. And I'm going, Ta-da! Yes. <laughs> that is a challenge. Oh that my goodness. And I'm so glad that you said that because again, you know, we are in Scorpio season right now. And that's part of the Scorpio season energy is to work with the self, work with the shadow self, work with certain parts Absolutely. of the self that we may not want to acknowledge or even know we need to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have you seen an increase in your services over the last three years? Um, as well as the past year of 2022, you know, has it been a spike? And, and, yeah, and... It's, yes, it's been twofold. Um, this pandemic brought a lot to the surface. Um, if you look at the numbers, you look at the rate of divorces, the uh, numbers of how it spiked. But what happened during this time and why so many people started reaching out? One, for the single people, they thought that they had all the time in the world to decide that they weren't going to start dating and they were taking the time. They were too busy passing a man and women that really they could have been in a fulfilling relationship with, and then they no longer can go out there and date because this is a lockdown. For the couples, what they realized is that the things that they were able to kick down the road, the challenges that they had within the relationship because according to them, they had no time to address it. Now they're put in a situation where, for instance, uh, now both the husband and the wife the boyfriend and the girlfriend, they're now home together. Mm-hmm. And so something like this, let me give you an example, in the world of sex. So now they're home again. So remember, they didn't have time to have as much intimacy and sex because 
they were too busy working. Now they're both home, and someone is now saying, hey, now we can catch up on all the sex that we're not having, only to find out the other person is not on the same train. And so that is something to address. Or it could be a situation, maybe an infidelity, that you said you were going to get to one point or another, and you didn't because you had your work to fill in the space of having to deal with that and addressing that. Now you're both two people home alone and or with children sometimes, and now you're forced to deal with that. And so from there, this is when the phone calls come in. And I'm on constant consultations with these couples and with these single people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, in a way, I, I'm, I'm definitely hearing you also say too, um, when you talked about why, you know, the single and couple people do come to you and what they are seeking um, from you is, you know, you're saying, don't wait until it's too late. You know, come, don't don't wait until the man is drowning and is dead in the water. I, you know, I need you to um, come see me before we get to that point so that we can, you know, work this exactly. through. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, if I could encourage anybody who's tuning in mm-hmm. is really to take a proactive approach to your singleness as well as your relationship space mm-hmm. because I don't ever want to take the position where it's too late but sometimes um, you can save yourself a lot of pain, suffering heartache um, by addressing this because what happens is now you're asking me to resuscitate something that only you and you may not be equipped because it's something that you haven't addressed within yourself to put the part in relationship. And also, sometimes at this time, in many cases, yes, is that the other person has probably given up. Whereas if you would address it early on, then they would have been more open, you know, uncompliant to addressing it. But if they feel that you're only doing this as a Hail Mary, then there we go. They can think that in, in their mind, the relationship was not as important until you felt you had no choice. Right. Right. Wow. And so that's going to take a level of accountability and self-actualization. Um, that's some work and we're going to talk about work too for all my listeners out there, our listening family we're going to talk about doing the work, okay because you know, I am a woman after doing the work alright um, and, and so is Ronnie, I have found okay, so we don't play, alright we got to get this work done <laughs> alright, but numerically 2022 is a sixth universal year which, you know, highlights the planet Venus and you know, which is the planet of relationships and finances and creativity. And so it is a numerical energy that signifies that this year um, will, you know, energetically deal with relationships, domestic affairs, marriages, you know, changes within the home, uh, divorces, separations, engagements, births, deaths, and community responsibilities. So this is the year for relationships and love to be highlighted for everyone um, according to the numerical energies. Um, And it also highlights balancing the masculine and feminine principles um, and energies within the being. And so I really want to touch on those things. Um, Again, I'm so glad that we do have you on because, you know, this highlighting of relationships and domestic affairs is really playing out um, on the world stage now. We need as much guidance and assistance as we could possibly receive. And so, you know, on your website, you stated the most important thing to me is that I believe what I do is a calling to serve single and couples to navigate the energy and space of, you know, connections and relationships. In your perspective, um, as a relationships coach and a man, who has acquired, you know, relationships throughout your life, what are relationships and what are their purpose? You know? I truly believe we are created for relationships. Mm -hmm. So in this common theme and narrative of hyper-independence as opposed to interdependence, Mm. we, you know, we really, you know, we have this, this... 
mindset, this pervasive mindset of trying to get men and women to think that I don't need women and I don't need men. I'm, I'm good all by myself. I can do bad all by myself. I'm like, well, well, you can do good all by yourself. It's, you know, with as well in a relationship. We were created for relationships, and relationships are about relating. But to me, relationships are also about healing. Mm. So when we talk about relationships, we really, I think we really take this word as to, we, we, we want to talk about the relationship with our business, we want to talk about the relationship with our career, we want to talk about the relationship with our job, and our girls' trips, and the guys' bonding. But I'm really concerned about our relationship with ourselves and the relationships on an intimate level. Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, and I truly believe that this is something that if you really want to talk about, you find well, what will be a quality of life. The quality of life is determined that the relationships you have. So you find someone in a relationship, they're happier than those who are single and happy. And not to say you can't be single and happy, Jesus. I'm just saying, you were not created to be happy alone for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, a man needs a woman, a woman needs a man. So relationships to me are about healing and relating. Yeah, and do you think that most people? I like what you said about the healing piece. You know, what you know, for, especially for our listeners out there, because this might be their first time even, you know, having that perspective, um, you know, placed in, into their psyche, right? Like healing, relationships are for healing. I thought relationships was for me to get the money and him to, you know, get whatever he needs to get out of the relationship, right? <laughs> right? Um, so what does that look like? Can you give us like a, an example of, healing through the relationships, healing, utilizing relationships. I believe that, well, it could be a relationship with a therapist. Mm-hmm. It could be a relationship with a coach. Yes. It's also a relationship with the person you're intimate with. There is a, you know, there needs to be, when we talk about healthy relationships, we're talking about a place of safety, mm-hmm. you know, where you can be vulnerable yeah. with each other. And knowing that you have a support system within a person. And now, mind you, the support doesn't always have to come from that one person. Mm-hmm. But don't negate that person and their role in your journey. Because mm-hmm. we don't come into this perfect. And we're, not, we're not seeking perfection. Right. But we want to make sure that if you're in a relationship, you know, really be honest about the role that person plays in that as you grow as a person yeah. and, and doing relationship checks and things that you need to, again, have a vision for in your relationship. But above all of that, the relationship you have with yourself, mm-hmm. and this is a common thing you're going to hear me speak about no matter where I'm speaking. Yeah. And the relationship with yourself, because that is a relationship. Yes, it is. Just with another person. The relationship you have with yourself in the universe Mm -hmm. and helping you uh, seek the wisdom and guidance that you need uh, to go to the the next dimensions in your relationship with Mm -hmm. yourself. I love that. And so do you think that most people have a healthy view of relationships and what their purpose is for the individuals involved? I choose to believe that many people and it's given credit do have a healthy view however however if you look at um, media and all forms including music doesn't really highlight those voices seem to overpower those who are experiencing um, healthy relationships I'll give an example when I talk about families uh, couples of years before we're talking about 30s 40s 50s and showing how you have these couples who were together, you know, 50, 60, 70 years of marriage, you'll get a subset of people who will say, listen, the only reason that this lasted that long because she chose to put up with a whole bunch of stuff that because at that time women couldn't do this and women couldn't do that. So they couldn't have been perfect. There's no way they could be that loving together. And again, I'm not talking about a perfect relationship. I'm just talking about a relationship that they understood Right. that we can get through the challenges 
of relationships because we all know that relationships will come with this challenge. We mm-hmm. don't have to choose what those challenges can be sometimes, and sometimes we create those challenges. Yes. Again, part of knowing oneself. Mm-hmm. But there are those who really, truly, uh, based on mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, who have raised them, they didn't have that view. Right. But in my 30 years, I've spoke to a mere, and I'm not talking about just in the, you know, our community, yes. I'm talking to, I speak to people who are from Greece, Italy, Africa, you know, all parts of Europe, and listening to them that they knew that if there was going to be a solution to the challenges in their relationship, it was going to be within themselves, and they were going to work this out. Because it was not about the micro, it was also about the macro, yes. and creating this legacy. And so, yes, there will be those who, who doesn't have that, and I get that. I see it all the time. You know, I speak to these men and women when they speak it that they really admit at some point they didn't have a healthy view and they mimicked what they saw as a defense mechanism. But there are those I actually believe do have a healthy view of what a healthy relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. I love that. So on one of your recent lives um, that you captioned, I believe in constant and never-ending improvement as a man. Mm-hmm. That was the caption on that particular live that I saw. You told the men in that live to um, learn to love, support, and celebrate women. And I would say the same for women, to have the same respect for the men. But how can this occur when you know we are living in a society um, that doesn't love, support, and celebrate themselves. You know, um, this is a society that we're living in that's constantly looking outside of themselves for what they have yet to discover they have the power to, you know, provide for themselves. So how do we help our men and women to love, support, and celebrate themselves so that they can do the same for, you know, each other? You know, what do you recommend? First and foremost, accept the fact that in many cases, society doesn't have our best interests at heart. Mm. So what am I saying to you? Mm-hmm. Ignore what society is telling you. I believe if you really start to do the work on yourself, those things will present itself so that you can find what you need to grow and have constant effort and improvement. You know, we work, you know, this society, so much... It focuses so much on achievement as opposed to fulfillment. Mm. So, yeah, I have 500 degrees. I make a gazillion dollars. You know, um, I drive the best of the best. There's all this external stuff. Society celebrates this function. It, it really does. It celebrates this function. And there's money to be made in this function because then you can tell people that what you need is some retail therapy. So another designer bag, another expensive foreign car, and then you can show this off as opposed to putting the work in oneself. So in short, forget what society is telling you. I do believe we have an internal compass that if we really take time to, as we get to know ourselves, invest in ourselves, it will guide us in the right direction and what we need to gain fulfillment. And that's part of the fulfillment part. I, as a coach of these years, I can sit here and say after 30 years, there's nothing more for me to know, and I'd be fooling myself. I never prefer to myself as an expert because that would imply that there's nothing more for me to learn. And I do believe there's always something new, not because it's 2022 as opposed to, you know, 1990, but because life is always, to me, about a vision of growth. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. But you should have a vision for yourself in your life as a man, as a woman, and you should also have a vision for your relationships. Mm. I love that. It's interesting because I have a um, a workshop that I do, a webinar that I do that's called Cultivating Relationships with Astrology and Numerology. And we, I preference that, you know, there is you 
there's the other person, but then there's the relationship. That's an entity in and of itself that has its own life that you and your partner is breathing life into. Right. <laughs> so it's three part. It's you, your partner, and the relationship is an entity or a life of it has a life of its own. Um, so when you talk about, you know, if it's if it's if if it's not growing, it's not thriving, then it's gonna it's dead. Um, exactly. And you so you don't water a plant one time <laughs> and expect to continue to grow. You feed it, you you nourish it, and it continues to grow. Um, it continues to bear fruit because you're taking care of that. You're mm-hmm. taking the fruit off, so more fruit can grow. It's the same with the relationship. Yeah, you know, you want to keep the intensity. You want to keep the adventurousness. You want to keep the spontaneity. You want to keep the desire, and desires require space. So that means you're not under each other twenty four seven. You get some time, um, some some time for you both to miss each other. Oh, you know, it's all about growth. It's about relationship checkups. Yes, it, you know, you know, is there something that you feel that maybe I can address. Um, is there something that may have said something that, and again, these are those things that we definitely want to do that, again, is not told to us by society. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only in certain spaces. So, no, it's, it, to me, it's all about growth and continuous and never ending improvement. And I didn't look because it's something I learned from 25 years ago. Um, again, we, we want to continue to grow. Yeah. I like what you said That's about space. Picture. Yeah, I like what you said about space because, you know, some people would say space, you need space. Or does that mean that we're over? We're done? Is this, is that, are you leaving me? Exactly. And this is what society tells you. And when we know there's something about an anticipation of him on a business trip or she's going on a girl's trip and, and it's, or just, it could be just spending time with mom and her sisters and you're sending that text, can't wait to see you, I miss you. You know, and she can't wait to see you. Hmm. And so there are those things. It, 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 space is needed in relationships. And that's all about the evolution and involvement and growth in a relationship. Hmm. And being able to provide and have the faith and trust in the space that you both have together. Yeah. It's interesting because the numerical energy for this month deals with that. For the month of um, October does deal with, you know, uh, potentially uh, people within the collective may experience a relationship where, you know, they give their time and their energy to a person, whether it's their friend, their family member, or their significant other or business partner. However, that person then gives that energy to someone or something else, but doesn't give it back to them in return. So because of that, they may be, you know, um, decide to separate from that person and say, hey, this is not, you know, working out right now, right? Um, because I see that you have displaced the energy that I gave you. I gave you my time, right. attention, love, and now you're giving it to something or someone else and it's you're not giving it back to me. So I think it's time that, you know, we should have some, some time apart. But what I say, or what I said was to the collective, even if this happens for you, look at it as a sign of growth. This gives you time to grow and look at yourself and do that self-reflective work and allow the other person to grow and do that self-reflective work as well. Um, it doesn't mean that the relationship is completely over. Like we were just stating before, it may just, it's growing. It's still growing. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's see where it grows. Where is it growing? What, what's, what's, right. uh, what's happening exactly. here? Mm-hmm. So I find that to be very interesting that that's also in alignment with this month's uh, energy numerically. So what do you see to be the top three issues within relationships? And what are your top three advice, you know, uh, that you would give for those three issues? Okay, I'm going to ask you this. Ask the second part. But if I had to say the top three was knowing oneself. Okay. And if you know oneself, whatever I list with is the next two or the next 20. Right. Will reveal itself by knowing who you are. Mm. Um, you need to know how to conflict resolution. You know, conflict resolution. Why? Because if there's one thing I'm certain of, is that relationships will be challenged. We know sometimes we may be responsible for the challenges that come up, um, or 
there are just those things that present this life as they say life is this lightning and that will tell you what you or the other person's made of and if you haven't learned to master your emotions during that time then you can blow up a relationship that meant to last forever mm. and then you want to have again I'm, I'm going to go back to the vision you know, most people really don't do self-checkups within themselves and within the relationship itself. We're too busy trying to figure out what we're getting out of it as opposed to, and I truly believe I tell people all the time, a relationship is about giving. And if you're giving to the right person, you will always receive tenfold. Mm. That's just what I believe the universe um, well, has always proven. Yes. The biggest people who receive the greatest have always given the greatest. They're just givers. Yeah. Wow. I love that. You, you know, when you talk about know thyself first, no matter what the issues are, the top three, the bottom three, the 20 I give, the 50 I give, the 100 I give, this advice is going to help with all of them. And the number right. one thing is to, you know, is to know thyself. Know yourself. Know thyself be true. Yes. yes. And conflict resolution. So you guys out there and you know that's listening our listening family, get with get with Ronnie for the conflict resolution, okay? Because that's a big one. You'll be surprised how as to how many people and you wouldn't be surprised, I'm sure, but you know how many people are are in need of assistance in that area. Conflict mm-hmm. resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be able to yes. resolve conflict. Yes. Wow. Because we really think that it's all on the other person. Yeah. Like, well, you're in a relationship, but this relate. You know, how are we going to get through this together so that we can come out in a better space? And 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 that's important. It's it's so important because again, like I said before, there will be a test, and if you're lucky, those tests will happen early on in the relationship and <laughs> while you're dating. Um, you don't want to come 10, 15 years into a relationship and you realize, ooh, there was something I knew I should have addressed, but I didn't because everything else was great. And this part is what ends up eradicating what you've built together for so long. Because it is capping and then you didn't invest in yourself, first and foremost, and in the relationship to be able to handle that. Mm. Yeah. Love it. All right, you guys. Ronnie's dropping some gems. Let's get them. You know what I always say, grab a good pad and good pen. Um, So this is a numerical year where we are to be harmonizing our masculine and feminine energies. So, you know, during Libra season, um, we participated in a challenge where um, we were to focus on developing a deeper relationship with ourselves. Um... Um, you know, establishing a deeper relationship with our souls mm-hmm. and, you know, establishing a deeper a relationship with our loved ones as well. So are we connecting with our souls and are we attracting relationships that are a reflection of our souls? You know? Let me answer the second one. We are attracting where we are at that moment, which is why you have so many complaints. Like, wow, I'm only attracting these bums, you know, these, these quote unquote women who are just manipulative, you know. And I'm going, well, you know, let, let's talk about you because it's going to end, you know, it's going to end up back to you. So let's just say you're really in touch with that. You're going to attract so many people. For instance, yes, I can go leave this interview and go to a local place and it could be a lounge or whatever and I'll sit there and it's a, it's a Monday so it's a slow night I can sit at the furthest corner of the bar and I'm going to have a glass of wine out of all the places someone who enters let's just say a woman comes in to sit he chooses to sit next to me now the ego would have me think oh she's attracted me she wants to get to know me usually what happens is this person felt something that I had this type of healing in so then they unleash this whole thing about 
their life, their relationships, and things of this nature. Not in tell this woman I'm in a relationship. I deal with coaching, dating, or whatever. But for some reason, she tells it just something about you, you know. And then at that point, they're asking my name, and here I am. They just felt drawn to me to share, you know, something. What we you all attract a myriad of people. It's what you entertain that's gonna, you know, determine where you're going with this person. Okay. So, again, it's like, well, I, I, I attract only this type of person. Well, normally, no, you attract the whole myriad of people. You chose to entertain the person who <laughs> damn well was not. You said, look, that's a difference, because, okay. Because, <laughs> right, because something about that person met a need that you we're looking to fulfill as uh-huh. a person a person who would have also met that need but he wasn't what you thought he or she should be mm. mm-hmm. so this is where you get that kind of you hear these people where you'll hear men and women say well I can't find the person where are they at and then that person will answer well they're probably in the friend zone that's <laughs> the person you friend zone mm-hmm. when that was a person that's who you are so again once you know who you are and, and really work on it, put in the soul work you'll be surprised at how easily you'll be able to vet certain men and women and realize that they're not for you so the part in it, and we're not using the gift um, our gift of discernment yeah mm. and we can only get that by doing again the work ourselves. do the work it always comes back to that it's to gonna come work. back to that again and, I, and I've always said, you know, we make dating and relationships way harder than it nearly needs to be. You know, I'm not saying it's, you know, easy at, at, at all times. But again, so much could be prevented if we really put in the work. Wow. Yes, indeed. You are absolutely right about it. And so how do we, you know, help our men embrace their feminine energy and master their ego okay without feeling emasculated and help women to step out of their masculine and operate more in their divine feminine energy okay well at this point just I'm going to do a shameless plug first thing you should do is book some time with GS both both of us us. how about that (laughs) and let us get you in alignment of what that looks like Um, but if you choose not to then for the women that are looking to get men to be more in that space then you really need to spell it out to us what does that look like because men again we hear different than women hear so, so Ronnie, what do you yeah. what do you guys hear when you hear you need to step into we, your feminine well, energy yeah, more? Hear, oh, so that means yes. Now I have to give up my masculine. The you know, now now I have to be comfortable wearing dresses and heels. You know, I'm supposed to be okay with you know hanging out with my my other half in the beauty salon. But you know, what does that look like for me as a man? Yeah, because I'm a man first and foremost. I still don't, I don't want to feel emasculated. And what you're saying comes across is that you want me to be more like a woman. So what we're saying, what you're hearing is go put on those pumps. Go put on those. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and you that way we can be in tune with the kind of what women deal with and all of that. No, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to rebel every, each and every time. All we right. We want to stay here. So explain to me me as a man who's confident and secure has been very successful in the space I am as a man what does that look like alright All right. And, if, if you do, and it's the same vice versa okay great you don't want me to be and, and sometimes women don't realize they're being in a masculine energy mm-hmm. so if we're going to have a discussion about this because I, I've always said this you know because now we also have as you mentioned we talk about society T.S. where you know you have a group of people that's creating this narrative that femininity is weak and it's, it's, it's there's no power in it right and you're relinquishing all of this to the you know toxic masculinity and the toxic patriarchy when I've witnessed over and over year after year a woman who is secure and rests in the femininity 
can have the world of the men that are out there. He will lay the world at her feet because he understands by him allowing her to be in her feminine strength and power and gifts will thereby strengthen me. Because I've said this, that says, men, if you want to be as great as you choose to be, and not to say that men can't be great up, uh, you know, unto themselves, mm-hmm. I said, but there's a level of adding that X factor, that secret power that has been created for us. They said, until we have a healthy relationship with men, we will never ascend to be the greatness we are in our masculinity and manhood. So, but we need to be able to communicate what that looks like for these women. I'm not saying that we're defining femininity. We're just saying that we understand the power of the feminine nature. And there's beauty and there's power in that that's unmatched. Mm-hmm. And so instead of diminishing that and trying to compete with us, let's see how we can complement each other, the yin and the yang. Right. And because this would that be... that is what I believe is we've been designed to be. Mm-hmm. And this would be the brothers who, um, or the men, I should say, that has done the work or that know themselves. Right, exactly. Oh, I call it intentional men. Intentional men are intentional who they are as a man. Mm-hmm. And intentional with the women they're looking to involve in their life. They don't have time for games. Yeah. You know, they don't have time for women who are still confused or, you know, still trying to find themselves. That's great. We, we won't find yourself, sister. But right now, I'm the woman who has put in the work. And I'm going to add value to her, and she's going to add value to me. Because we're relating, because that's what relationships do. So would you say that the intentional men, they know what uh, healthy masculine energy is? And, Absolutely. And can because you... Because they've done the work. Yeah. And so can you give us an example of, of that? Because that is a term that is probably, um, you know, new to, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners out there. Yeah. Well, you know, again, let, let's go back to what society has. You know, when you look at uh, current media, right? You know, it's got this hyper aggressive. You know, mm-hmm. you know, everything has always got to be ended in a fight, or right. some sort of yelling, or manipulation, or control to come along only with my program, and I'm going to diminish who you are as a woman. You right. know, because you're supposed to follow my program and my program only. And, you know, it, it, it can really be, and hence, when you look at, listen to the music, that the only way to resolve things between man to man is fist fights and, and, and shooting each other. If I feel disrespected, we're allowing other people's words to control our emotions. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to, if you really want to know one of the most powerful parts of living is being able to control your emotions. Now, that doesn't always mean, you know, turn the other cheek. <laughs> Maybe times, you know, you're going to have to defend yourself. Right. But what I'm saying is that it's about being assertive and not aggressive. It's about being able to know that discerning before having a conversation, walking away, as opposed to pulling out a gun and taking a life and setting a life in prison from another man or woman is learning not to hit a woman even if she pushes your buttons it's walking away and still feel every bit as a man because it's not just about what she's saying you're not giving her the power to control you you're going to walk away from the situation so we've got this whole definition of what masculinity all the way twisted and so it's again knowing oneself to say you know what Okay, I, I don't think this person is ready to, to, to really handle this in a way that's mature, emotional maturity. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to dismiss myself from said situation without feeling less than or emasculated. Mm-hmm. So healthy masculine energy is, a part of that is self-control. Absolutely. Discipline. I think this because of discipline with finance, discipline with our, our mindset, discipline sexually. All right, let's say that for the people in the back, because I know we're going to have some, some men on here. Discipline, okay. what? Se- <laughs> Sexually. <laughs> Just because you can, does not mean you should. 
I get it, gentlemen. To the men tuning in, I hear you. The, the world is our oyster. I can tell you the numbers. I think that the last count, there's two million more women than there are men. So we can go out there and, and have a ball. But now we're putting ourselves in potential very hazardous situations. And then we end up tying ourselves some, with someone that only feeds one need as opposed to six needs. Mm. And then we've got a problem. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, listen, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's worth it. All right. So we're going to talk about sex. Yes, we we're are. We're talking about having the discipline. Having discipline. I'm not saying don't be ferocious. I'm not saying don't be a person that sometimes you have to check. But you have to really be good at discerning when you need to have certain words for certain people and when sometimes you may be put in a situation where things have to be handled a different way but knowing difference the first impulse may not be the right one if you're not disciplined yeah discipline is key discipline is. is key it is and so let's talk about it let's talk about sex uh really quickly what mm-hmm. is sex and what is the purpose of sex in your perspective in my perspective mm-hmm. um, it is said that sex is a place you go not just something you do mm. a place Men, you go as, a lo- as logical as we are what I do know and I've spoken to men all across this world we use sex as a way somebody call it make love Call it what you want. We look at it as a way as connection, confirmation, protection, vulnerability. And that's not a weak, that's when I'm talking weakness, but I'm not saying that at all. But just communicating in a physical and intimate way, because sex and intimacy are different, to let the woman know, I got you. And that I know, I'm very well aware that I'm entering a sacred, sacred space of you, which is your body, and all that is attached to that. And that I got you. And that this is a special moment between both of us. And I'm getting as much from this from you as you are from me. It's an even exchange. That's what sex means. Mm-hmm. And so it's a place that you go. It's go. not just a function. It's not just an yeah. action. It's all our division of the relationship. That you are the one, and only you are the one I can share this space with. Mm-hmm. And it's communicated that a kiss, that caress, every stroke. And the gift of the women is she really received that if she's again put into work because sometimes we can be easily fooled. <laughs> you know, it, we, we can be deceived sometimes. Mm-hmm. But again, doing the work and the power of discernment, we can sense that. And that woman can sense that. That this man, you know, he means every single stroke. It's intentional. Intentional penis. <laughs> it's, 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 it's <laughs> intentional. It's all about us. All right. I like the, you know, it's a place that you go to as opposed to um, a physical act. Mm-hmm. There's more to it than that. It's, it's you know, um, a deeper meaning than something that is just done yes. in action that's on yes. the surface. Yes. Yeah. And yes. And so that's a conversation I think that people may want to have. Um to see, you know, what is your stance on it, on sex? And, and this is mm-hmm. my stance on sex before mm-hmm. we actually um, create, you know, or get into the act of sex and then mm-hmm. go places, go there, go to that place. Yes, yes, <laughs> and go to that place as often as you can. <laughs> <laughs> so what is sexual wellness and what does a healthy self a healthy sex life look like 
within a relationship? Sexual wellness is about sex on, you know, a, a spiritual level. Yeah. Healthy sexual wellness is also knowing you and your body. Mm-hmm. What turns you on? What turns you off? Sexual wellness is mental. You know, and, and are you secure in who you are? Are you secure with your body? Are there some things that you'd like to do um, in terms of it could be losing weight? It could be gaining weight. It could be increasing your stamina levels. Also mentally, actually, what is your view of women? If you don't have a healthy view of women, then the sex is going to be different than a man who who really loves and respects women. Ah, let's stay right there real quick. I love that. See, you done hit something. So a man's view of women, how does a woman know that? Is there something that she should look for? Because if she says, "What? what's your view of women? He's going to more than likely tell her what she may want to hear. Here's what I, you know, I can't tell you how many times. Um, give me, okay, let, let, let's put this where I have men who will call me and they're in a consultation and wonder why they can't get past the first date or get to the first date with a woman and the conversation may be great. And I says, okay, well, you know what? Brother, you have a social media profile, Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I will take a look at it. So he says all the right things. Right. The representative's there. He's a man. <laughs> right. And let's just say he is everything physically, you know, he is looking for. Be it the beard, be it the dark skin, be it the six pack, be it whatever. Let's just say the imprint and the great set prance is perfect. Okay, okay. And then is what happens there. She looks at his social media profile and everything that he says about women. Is all about just using her for her body. Smash and dash. Hit it and quit it. These women can't be trusted. So what she realizes, and again, it shows up. But let's just say he says all the right things because he's sharing 500 million memes of how beautiful women are, whatever the case may be. I'm always encouraging having conversations uh, or healthy conversations about sex you know during your face dating face mm-hmm. at some point at some point it's going to come out that maybe his view on women or is not as healthy as he alludes to and again yes and this is again when we talk about putting the work in yourself the woman who puts in the time is going to be able to better discern that. Now, do we get it 100% of times? No, life is not perfect. Sometimes one falls through the cracks. We find out he's a narcissist. We find out uh, he's not as uh, gifted in that space as is not, you know. And then on top of that, he doesn't take accountability. He blames her for his sexual shortcomings. Mm. It always presents itself. Mm. If a woman is really watching and listening, and when I say listen, listen to his words, look in his eyes. This is why I'm encouraging having as many conversations face to face as opposed to the phone or even to a Zoom, FaceTime. Yeah. There are tall tale signs that if you're really open, he'll show himself she will show himself in terms of her view about men and his view about women. And again, if we really tune in who we are and what we're looking for, we can vet it out pretty quickly. All right. That's some work, guys. This is, this is, there's a science to this and we need to be paying attention. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We need to be paying attention. And so what are some things that your clients have come to you with um, or come to you with seeking your assistance 
as it pertains to sex. So what are some of your clients coming to you seeking? Some that? of them come for uh, performance issues. Okay. One of the biggest challenges we for men in general, but you know, if I'm staying within the realm of um, our brothers and sisters in our community, is going to the doctor. Mm. If a man is taking care of his body, he can have incredible sex well into his you know sixties and seventies and eighties. But what we're also finding is that because of this lifestyle that is so much touted on social media, we're now having men in their thirties and forties are having issues. So it's not unusual today to have women, you know, talking to a man who looks the part but can't fulfill the part. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, there's something about my, I guess it's going to be my phone. So there's that. The other part is sometimes the men and the women don't feel that they're being desired. Mm. That is just a chore. And ladies, when you understand the biology of a man and when you're talking about erections and the blood flow that's needed for that, a lot of that is mental, you know, outside of the healthy eating and taking care of oneself and, and self-worth. It really comes down, he wants to feel fulfilled. If again, if, 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 if he's a man who's just, he can care less about you, you know, men, men are known to, like, they can compartmentalize that this is a wife and this is, you know, a woman for fun. But we're talking in the realm of a health relationship. You want to make sure that he wants to feel appreciated, that you desire him. Right. That plays a huge part in making sure. So sometimes there's challenges that men call me about that, you know, that, that they somehow, you know, she reaches orgasm and she's worrying about why he has an orgasm. And, you know, unbeknownst to her, which is a conversation she needs to have at some point, but not know how to, is that he doesn't feel desired, that she's in it just to get her needs met. Mm-hmm. And that does happen. You know, whereas society will have these it's all about only the men are looking, just have it. No, women are famous. <laughs> women are quite well known for that. Right. They, you know, so those are two examples mm-hmm. of some of the calls that I get. Now, the third one will be and again, because I do get calls about this, is how to um, increase the libido, um, have a better way to achieve and address the erectile dysfunction of the motor stamina, or the pre, you know, and at that point, I address that um, through more so healthy ways as opposed to the pharmaceutical ways okay. that it's just a quick fix, you know, mm-hmm. and that may work at some point, but I need the men to get to a point where they're taking care of their bodies. Yeah. Because so much can be done naturally, you know, to get there. And then maybe sometimes address sometimes the lack of desire or attraction to that woman okay. because maybe she's gained some pounds. And the woman that he started getting involved with is not the same woman that now. So he's having a challenge there. And yes, ladies, again, you know, the man now has <laughs> drinking one too many beers and went naked. The, the turn on isn't there. So, I mean, mind you, there's a mirror. I'm just pointing out three different instances right. where men and women will call me concerning that and how to address that so that he or she doesn't feel less than you have the conversation. So, Ronnie, you mean to tell me you've never had a situation where somebody's like, look, the libido was just way too high and I, I can't even keep up. It's just, it's, it's way too high and I need it to come down. <laughs> call me concerning that yes like it's just too much now he's, he's yeah. a jackrabbit yeah. it's just it's... <laughs> yes yes and see, I'm tired <laughs> ladies please make sure that if you're dating you have this conversation you know of, of what sex means to you and I, I mean you, people try so hard not to make it seem like an interview and part of the coaching is having a conversation so it doesn't come across that way because again, you know, you could ask one question, yes, and you could have fifteen questions answered based on how they answer. Right. But if he or she is a person of few words, then you may have to dial it in and really go in and let this person know how important sex is to you. But you know, you know, fifteen times a week is not feasible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially if you have kids or a career or whatever, you want to make sure. And mind you, make no mistake about it. There are those women who wear these men out. I'm <laughs> like, sure. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like, like, 
Mr. Ronnie, look, <laughs> he's fine, he's young, and, and it's like, you know, I, I, I'm giving my best, but I'm trying to get some work. Hey, I just want to watch the game. You know, she's like, you know, you know, she's walking by in her panties, and you know, and this kind of stuff. And while I may be turned on, I just ain't got nothing left in me right now. I'm dry. I'm dry. Drained. Let's wait till halftime or something. Let's work something out. (laughs) And so, it's he's appreciating that, and and he loves that. But again, effective communication and, and. and they really struggle with trying to have a conversation without making a man or woman feel bad. Right. Right. And so yes, that does. Oh yes, that does happen. <laughs> that does happen. And so around, I wanted to touch this um, before we go is. Mm-hmm. sexual abuse because this is Scorpio season and Scorpio season mm-hmm. is definitely about you know sexuality sex but also it's about you know the shadow self and those taboo areas that we may not want to face right mm-hmm. and work with and so um sexual abuse and you know how would you assist a client that has had trauma around you know um sexual abuse and getting them to open up to re-engaging in the act of sex. Okay, well, I'm grateful um, that I have a plethora of resources that can correct men and women too. I never want to come across as someone who has all the answers. So Mm -hmm. based on, you know, what the consultation reveals, I am one who will direct them to a therapist, you know, because that is not something I'm not. And I don't want to give the impression that I am. Yeah. You know, because again, when we talk about something of that subject, there are those who can, they, that's what they specialize in, mm-hmm. you know, and this is years of study that they, they line, you know, in alignment with. So I would direct them to that. So I may uncover some stuff that, although I'll touch on it, if I feel that they're better served by someone else that looks like them, you know, um, and they may trust me to address it, but as a man, there's just certain spaces I think a, a woman, and, and, you know, particularly a black woman, may need to speak to another black woman. Yeah. That's going to feel them, because I never want to get the, the impression that I can't relate to them because I'm a man. Yeah. You know, because again, it's a man that they're having the challenges sexually with, because here the man is left in the dark because he may have pulled back or maybe he had done something that he wanted to explore, you know, or experiment with and it hit a trigger that she had kept suppressed and he doesn't know why and she is fearful of communicating that to him. So I want to be able to say, you know what, I have someone that could speak to you that could possibly help you with that. Because I don't want the relationship to blow up because this man feels that he's not being wanted or desired and that there's something bigger at hand, you know. And, and I, in my own personal experience, have had experienced that, mm-hmm. and it's it's something that is pretty heavy and deep. It's 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 very very heavy. Yeah. And when you look at in our communities, the the rate at which it has happened between um, birth and eighteen is pretty high, mm-hmm. and. You know, we all know about the things, the secrets that men and women keep, you know, within their family or, you know, you know, um, a rape from the past or Mm -hmm. something. So we want to make sure that we respect and honor that woman and make sure that she is hurt. Because maybe up until being with, you know, me as a man, they wasn't hurt, you know. So I want to be able to, because I care for her and I see a future with her that, you know, I want to be able to give her the resources that she needs to get through this. Because it will affect the relationship whether we try not to or not. Because again, we need to do the work on ourselves. And only do that um, can we we grow in the relationship. Because again, we're talking about a vision of the relationship. But the vision is not gonna grow. We're not gonna um, happen if we're still holding on to something that we're trying to suppress that has now come to fruition. Yeah. 
I, I will then direct them to someone I feel can help them in that area. Awesome. I love it. Well, Ronnie, please tell the listening audience where they can find you, um, you know, on social media, your websites, things of that nature. I will say you can go to Facebook, of course, and you'll see Ronnie Walker and you'll see um, Mr. Relationship Man. You can also go to Official Ronnie Walker on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can also go to MrRelationshipMan.com and there you will see a podcast. I, I encourage you and every listener um, tuning in to like and subscribe and share the messages that you feel can add some value. Also, I have a podcast with an incredible um, woman who is more than qualified as well to address the needs of the women. Her name is Yashika Foster and I do, that's dating discussions. Now, it deals exclusively with dating um, but this is, when I tell you, she is just phenomenal. She is just incredible. And I think, you know, one of the things that I believe in is making sure that the women um, are having their needs addressed, not just from me as a man, but also as a woman. So you can go to datingdiscussions.com. Oh, I'm sorry, datingdiscussionslive.com. And there you can tune into close to 60 episodes and like and subscribe to that as well. So that is where you can find me. And of course, you can reach me if you have any questions or comments at resultswithronnie at gmail.com. That's resultswithronnie at gmail.com. And just let me know, hey, I heard you. I have a question about this or book a consultation. Um, I'm more than happy to speak to you. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And thank you again for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge and your energy with us we greatly appreciate you and i appreciate you and thank you as i'm honored to be part of this this platform here and the work that you're doing as well too oh thank you i greatly appreciate that and if you all are interested in any of my services uh, you know where you guys can find me www.evolutionnow.org is where you can find me of course i'm on instagram as well at astronomerologist7 and anything that I am attached to, all right? The links are in my bio on Instagram, and you can also reach me on Facebook at Astronomerologist7 as well, all right? So that is going to end our interview for tonight. And um, you guys know what I always say. You want to maximize your now moment. You want to keep moving forward. In order for you to ascend, you must begin from within. You know you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready. And we will reconvene on the next episode um, really soon. Thank you guys for listening on tonight and joining us. We greatly appreciate you. Have a wonderful rest of the evening, day, morning, or night. Whatever time you're reaching us and listening to this particular broadcast. Bye for now.